Welcome to Simplifying Remote Collaboration. In each episode, we'll discuss how the shift to hybrid working and learning has put growing pressure on IT departments to better support remote collaboration. At a time when resources are stretched thin by competing priorities, we'll explore ways to simplify the IT setup and management of hybrid spaces. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Simplifying Remote Collaboration, Addressing the IT Challenges in Hybrid Spaces, a podcast brought to you by Nareva. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for joining us for this episode of the program. Today, we are talking to Dan Gundry. He's the Vice President and Managing Director of ViewWall USA. Dan, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining me. It's awesome to be here. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Absolutely. Today on the show, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, how the pandemic really shifted the job responsibility for a lot of IT managers and IT departments to kind of need to do more of the AV as far as meeting spaces go, hybrid spaces go, and the way that those shifts really evolved the job description and the different solutions that have now begun to pop up that help make those jobs a little bit easier. And so, uh, Dan, let's start off just with those shifts that the pandemic created. Obviously, uh, the paradigm for what work looks like uh, with many Many employees working remote, working hybrid, and that sort of thing has has changed a lot of things, right? So what pressures has this created for IT directors and IT departments? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about for this. There's been no, no change whatsoever over the last couple of years. Um, <gasps> you're crazy. No, I, you know, first of all, it's different for every organization. You know, a small organization, which may only had one or two IT people, is very different than the way a large, say, healthcare campus is run that may have staff of 100 People. Uh, nonetheless, the challenges are still real and the changes and the pressures that they're under, the stress uh, are, are incredible. I think specifically about the world that we live in and specifically about the question about hybrid, you know, and you can run off in so many different tangents when you're talking about it. I, I think some of the core pieces are, you know, now I'm managing somebody's home network. Uh, I'm, I'm extending my firewall, my security, my security perimeter beyond the, the walls of my physical headquarter location. Um, how do I manage all those devices that are out there? Um, how do I just afford more time in my day to do this, to do all the new things that I need to do, affect all the new challenges, but I still have that same limited number of hours, limited number of resources available. I think that kind of hits it at a very high level. And again, we could always dive into deeper weeds in just about every area of security that you may want to in IT. Yeah, that's that's a great point, you know, and, and you, you talked about a lot of the things that, that IT managers should be spending their time on. Obviously, they uh, we could all use more hours in the day, I think, to, to get things done and to, to make things happen. I think we all kind of feel that pressure these days. But um, but in addition to those responsibilities that IT managers and IT directors have of, of um, creating secure um, parameters around devices and, and all of the different security things that, that need to be taken into account these days, you also have that aspect of IT managers having to deal with the fact that meeting rooms and meeting places need to be able to accommodate those hybrid workers and those remote remote workers to make sure that they are also able to then participate in the same way that maybe people who are in office can participate in conversations, in discussions. And so in addition to all of the different things we talk about around device security and, and, and that sort of thing, there's also an AV component where IT managers are having to kind of help with what those meeting spaces are going to look like now. Yeah, so the, the the term that's out there, the buzzwords in the industry right now is meeting equity, right? Or meeting experience, right. kind of similar things. It's, you know, how do I take all these different people? Some are in the office, some are in a different office, some are working from home. And home can be described so many different ways. I could be at my kitchen table 
versus an actual office or a dedicated space within my house. How do I make sure that everybody has the same meeting experience that gets the same out of it, uh, that is heard, that can collaborate and share? Um, you know, when you're in an office environment, you know, you can look across the table and make eye contact with somebody and roll your eyes if somebody said something that's either funny or doesn't make sense or whatever, pass notes, et cetera, et cetera. You know, what does that look like in a hybrid environment? What does it look like in a completely remote environment? So I think IT managers, AV managers, just business leaders have been trying to find this way so that those people that are out there on an island working from home one day or every day aren't by themselves. They're not isolated. They feel an equal part of the team and they have an equal experience in the meeting uh, and in the workshops. We pay them to do a job. We want them to have full access to do the job and collaborate with their team owners. That's a real stressor. And the solutions and how we deal with it, how we manage it are going to be different for every organization. Um, but it is it, 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 it's the probably number one biggest problem about, you know, hybrid workflow right now is, is what does that meeting experience look like? What does meeting equity mean to a given individual organization? Yeah, that's, that's absolutely right. And I suppose when, when IT managers are dealing with that, that's less time that they have to deal with some of the other things that you were talking about earlier, right? Which just adds more to the IT plate. And so, um, so with this looking different for every organization, having solutions that can really help solve this, especially for the, the folks in office to be able to, you know, utilize solutions that are quick and easy within their meeting spaces that improve and increase that meeting equity um, would certainly give time back to IT managers, right? And, and allow them to kind of focus on the things that they were hired to focus on. Yeah, I mean, your, your, your common everyday IT manager is not going to be an expert in AV technology, uh, that's not what you hired them to do. That's not what they're paid to do. But it has become a natural part of their job, um, especially as those meeting spaces, those meetings themselves are now being held on the network. Um, so you're right. They definitely need to find a way to do what we need to do, speaking in their terms, using their terms, using their protocols, um, living in their space. So cloud management of those things, uh, easy installation of those things. Um, the models in which you buy it, the avenues in which you buy it all becomes really important because, again, it's not necessarily their day job. This is not what they signed up to do, which is manage the meeting space. So, no, I think those solutions out there that get it, that um, take an IT approach to deployment, to management, to support uh, that are not complex to install and set up and configure where you don't need to be, a, you know, a, a, you know, a member of AES in order to set up an audio system in a room. Those are those are all valid um, because it, it, it makes the IT manager more efficient uh, and really allows them to do the things that they really need to do, which is protect and defend and support the network of an organization and the, the, the IT uh, backbone of an organization. You know, one, one of the things I've been extremely interested in discussing and learning more about kind of throughout this this pandemic era, let's say, is just how are the different evolutions that we've made as a society that won't ever kind of go back to how it was pre-pandemic. And I think hybrid and remote work is probably a thing that that for certain parts of, of our society is here to stay for the long term, right? And uh, and so I wonder just how you've seen an evolution in terms of how comfortable people are utilizing the tools that enable remote and hybrid work. Um, you know, just, just your perspective on the way maybe that we've evolved in terms of, you know, we, we still make the jokes, oh, like you're on mute, that sort of thing. And I think we will probably always be saying those sorts of things. But for the most part, right, it seems like we adapted rather quickly in 2020 and our understanding and our use of, of tools and 
uh, things like microphones, headsets, things, different things like that has really grown and evolved over this, the, you know, the last two and a half, three years or so. Yeah, I think the first three or six months, we all might disagree with your assessment because uh, <laughs> we were all scrambling uh, to try to make sense of it and, and, and get something that was feasible and working. But, you know, the landscape's, you know, kind of ironed out a little bit. Uh, we've gotten to this place where we can breathe a little bit. Um, usually those periods of stress and friction allow for innovation. And we're seeing that with different organizations that are coming out with some of those tool sets. Um, you know, I think users are looking for ease of use. They have been for a long time. And, and you can see that in the development of touch panels these days that are very much more in, intuitive and mm -hmm. easier and streamlined. You know, I mean, there's not an instruction manual to operate an iPhone or an iPad, and that speaks to we're looking for nice and easy. So I think our, our technology solutions have already been trending that way. Now we've just got to the point where I just want to come in a room, maybe not even hit a button, and something just works. And right. that's, that's ultimately the user experience, the meaning experience that we need to get to. It just works. When you think about the office of the of the, I suppose the present, but also the future, you know where we're where we're going and where we're heading. What do you think are maybe some of the characteristics that make up these sorts of spaces? Like you said, ease of use. People are looking for that just kind of plug and play ability to be able to walk in and know that something is going to work. Is that going to be one of the hallmarks of what offices look like in the future? Yeah, I think you know, really, I think boiling down, there's three different technologies. I think for the office of the future. One is digital signage. You can tie that into wayfinding. Uh, mm -hmm. If I'm not in the office every day, I may not know what I need to know. And, and you know, signage in a building is going to allow me to communicate with employees in a different way, a more, you know, uh, you know, uh, just just a, you know, a, a different way. Um, hot desking is going to be, you know, continue something here to stay because we're not going to have these firm four wall closed offices like the one I'm in right now. It's going to be a lot more open space, a lot more flexible space. So knowing where people are, doing be able to do employee counts based off that for any kind of emergency situations. But then the third one, the one that's really going to have an impact on productivity that really has an ROI is workspace, uh, workspace solutions, you know, your huddle rooms, your conference rooms. And regardless of the size of the space, the type of the space, the user experience, that meeting experience, that meeting equity concept all needs to be as, 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 as much on parity as possible. So simple to deploy, simple to manage, simple to use solutions, regardless of the size or type of space, is going to be of utmost importance. Dan, tell us a little bit about ViewWall before we, uh, we sign off today uh, so people know a little bit more about, uh, about you and uh, what the company does. Oh, gosh, Vuel has nothing to do with workspace solutions whatsoever. So that's the beautiful <laughs> thing about this. Uh, we're, we're a visualization platform, primarily in the command and control markets, but also executive briefing centers and some other types of space. High-end visualization, um, any content to any display. Uh, the tagline here is control what you see. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, so, Dan, any final thoughts that you have for, for people about what we've talked about here today? What do you want people to know and maybe understand um, just about uh, ease of use, uh, about utilizing these spaces and uh, in hybrid and remote work uh, following this episode. Anything you want to leave people with? Yeah, I think, first of all, every organization is a little bit different, and we all need to respect that, whether we're practitioners and professionals that sell and, and integrate and support these services or whether we're the actual people that are out there on islands that are actually trying to find solutions in this market. You're individual. You're different. Everybody is. Um, but there's commonality out there. You're looking for plug and play. You're looking for things that are certified on different platforms um, because you don't want to be the guinea pig out there. Um, you're also looking for simple, easy to use and easy to deploy. Uh, these, these spaces aren't going away. These problems aren't going away. And I think at this point, it's just a matter of finding a trusted partner.
Very, very well put. Dan Gundry, Vice President and Managing Director of ViewWall USA. Dan, thank you so much for joining us here on Simplifying Remote Collaboration and, uh, and explaining a little bit more about your thoughts on this. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Absolutely. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in to this episode of the show. For more, you can visit Nareva.com to learn more about Nareva and also the solutions that they provide and uh, to stay updated with the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or, of course, by visiting the Nareva website to stay up to date with the latest. And stay tuned. We'll be back soon with more conversations just like this one. But for Dan Gundry, I'm Tyler Kern. We'll talk to you next time.